Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She'll even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it? <sighs> hey, it's Jen. I am here on day five of our 30-day discussion about helping moms who cannot get out of bed or off the couch. Because when you're dealing with parenting and chronic illness, you're dealing with a lot. And so I'm a mom with seven kids. They are 10 to 33. So I parented a group of older adults. And now I have two younger ones at home. So not only can I tell you what worked and what didn't for my older ones, but I do have the perspective of being a current parent of a young child because man, have things changed. So things are not like they were in the 90s. So some of the things that worked then won't work now. And some of the things that were, I thought, really important back then were not important at all. And we're going to talk about some of that today, actually, when we talk about discipline. Discipline is not a word that people really like to talk about today. And I get it. Okay, I totally get it. Like attachment parenting and all that stuff. I'm all in. When my 33 year old was a baby, I wore her. She had like cloth nap, cloth diapers, and I made her baby food and I nursed her and I did all those things that you would call a crunchy mom today. Except back then they called me a hippie mom and a crazy mom because people did not do that. They just did what made everything most convenient, which was not what I was doing. And people thought I was really weird. Um, but I'm saying that to say that, yes, I love attachment parenting. I love, you know, meeting your child where they're at and being gentle and all that. So when I talk about discipline, the word discipline, I am not talking about spanking your kids and, and being aggressive and that sort of thing. And I think that word a lot of times now has that kind of connotation, right? It's like harsh and I don't want you to be harsh with your kids unless things are really tense and serious and they're doing big things. And then honestly, you need to be harsh because they need to know that that's not acceptable. Okay. So do you ever feel like things in your house are out of control? I mean, we're talking like, oh my gosh, like I tell my kid to do something and they don't do it. They go the other way. And I have no control over my kids. I have no control over my house. I know hand I'm doing air quotes, which I hate. Why am I doing them? I don't know. I'm making little bunnies now with my finger. Um, Anyway, I'm going to, I, when, when I had four kids at home, my youngest was like one and I went to get my nails done and I was talking about that and I was like, you know what? My kids don't listen and whatever I say, they're doing the opposite and I'm just so frustrated and I was like, wow, you know, and she looked at me, the snail person who I had never seen before. She was brand new and she said, you know, if your kids are acting like that, it's your fault. And I was like, What? rude. And she was like, no, you're the parent. So if they knew that you were going to follow through, they wouldn't act like that. And I was pretty PO'd. And I went home and thought about it and realized how right she was. So I started being a little bit more, um, what's the word, consistent. Um, and then somebody else explained it to me like this. And I think this is so incredible. Okay. People go to Las Vegas and they play slot machines and they put in their quarter and they pull the handle. And do they win every time? 
No, they do not win every time, but they know there's a chance they could win big if they play often enough. So they might put in five quarters, they might put in 10 quarters, they might put in 50 quarters to get that one payout. What does that have to do with being a parent? Well, it has a lot to do with it because you, my dear, are a slot machine and your child is got a, an unlimited supply of quarters. So let's say you tell your child, tonight you're going to bed at eight o'clock and at eight o'clock, you do not have them ready for bed. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I told you to get ready for bed, and blah, blah, blah. but you haven't done anything to follow through. Who is that on? It's on you. I hate to tell you. I do. But that's the thing. And so then what's going to happen? They get in their pajamas and then it's 820 and then they're thirsty and then they're hungry. And oh my gosh, they're so hungry. They might cry about it because they've learned that they can do all these things to get out of going to bed. The next thing you know, it is 915 or 930 when you've said they're going to bed at eight and that kid is still not asleep. In fact, they might just be walking to bed or laying in bed or flopping about the light on. You know the drill. Okay, so the next few nights you get them to bed at eight and it's eight o'clock and you've been whatever. But then the fourth night you get them to bed at eight o'clock and while you're tucking them in, they say, I'm so hungry and they start to cry. And then you're a good mom. And so that makes you feel bad because who wants their kid to go to bed hungry? But what I'm going to say is if your child was hungry and they knew they were going to bed at eight, they needed to eat before eight. And if you stop being a slot machine and you start following through, your child is going to start to behave better. And really, it's your behavior that's causing their behavior. Now, I'm going to put, put a pin in that. Because right now I'm going to put a little asterisk and I'm going to say, hey, I have got out of seven, two kids with special needs. If you've got a child with special needs and they have behavior issues, okay, this is not me guilting you and saying, oh, you're a horrible parent. No. In fact, even if your child does not have whatever, you're not a horrible parent. You're a great parent. You're the best parent you could be for your children. Okay. I'm just trying to help you because up until a few weeks ago, husband and I have been banging our heads against the wall because we have children in our house, the last two young ones that have not been listening and they're not going to bed on time and they're not doing school because we homeschool. They're not doing their school properly. Well, who are the teachers? Um, we're the teachers. So if they're not doing their school properly, yeah, that's back on us. And we're the parents. And if they're not going to bed on time, that's on us. Now, if your kids are 16, 17, 18, bedtime is a whole other deal, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about younger kids. So I'm talking about having been there. In fact, I don't know about you, but in my house, it's kind of cyclical, okay, where I'm like, okay, I am a good parent and I am a parent who sees things through and we're going to have it run like clockwork. And it does. And people come over and they're like, wow, you're the greatest. And I'm like, aren't I? But really on the inside, I'm like, oh, if you had any idea. But um, no, I don't. I just say no. Anyway, but then I get tired and God, when I don't feel good. You know, when I used to read like Little House on the Prairie, right? You read Laura Ingalls and she was such a good kid and they were such good kids and they did what their parents said. And if they saw a need, they met it. And I think I thought when I grew up and was a mom, my kids would act like that. Because honestly, that's kind of how I was, which is apparently not a normal child. And they don't, they don't see a need and fill it because that's not their job. 
their job is to be a kid and their main job is to play because that's how kids learn. And their main job is to figure out how the world works and how rules work. And do rules work like they know what they are and they have to do them or are rules like, mm, but I can dance my way around it pretty well and still get what I want. And that's how they're learning. So I'm just going to say that yesterday we talked about perfectionism and letting go of perfectionism. And that's a really good thing. But today I'm going to say, keep that in mind. You don't have to be perfect, but also can you, let's not be slot machines. And I am, I am a great offender. My husband is the biggest offender. Shh, don't tell. Um, Cause sometimes he is, sometimes he's not. But that's what makes us slot machines, right? So anyway, if you cannot enforce things, don't say them. I think that's the big takeaway here. So when things are important to you, and like bedtime, if you are like me and you can't sleep, I can't sleep until everyone's settled and rested and everything, and then I can relax and go to bed. Well, then it's important that your ki my kids go to bed on time, which I hadn't been making them do. And now I am. And I'm going to bed a lot earlier because it's happening. So, you know, join me in this. It's it's not easy. Parenting isn't easy. Our kids didn't each come with a little book that said, you know, like Bobby Joe, and this is their guide to raising this child for the rest of their life. Right, right. Like, how easy would that have been or something? There is no book that is perfect for every child. There's no whatever that's perfect for every child. But if you just do the couple of things that I'm talking about today, I'm telling you, it's going to be so much easier. So you want little Bobby Joe to go to bed at eight, you say it and you enforce it and you either get up and make it happen or have someone with you at eight o'clock that will. Or you can use what we used to call back in the day bribery, and now they call encouragement or whatever. There's all kinds of fancy words, but it's and say, hey, little Bobby Joe, if you get yourself to bed tonight by eight o'clock, then tomorrow morning, you can X, Y, Z. What does Bobby Joe like? Does maybe 15 minutes of a tablet or whatever that doesn't normally happen in the morning? I don't know. Maybe a piece of Halloween candy. Should we be encouraging candy in the morning? Well, um, I sometimes do. Yes, because sometimes that's what needs to happen. If you're not a home that does sugar or candy, then find something else. But you see what I'm saying. So either you enforce it, give them a motivation to enforce it, or let it go. Those are your options. Because telling them over and over that they have to do something and you not enforcing it is making them learn that they don't have to listen to you. Those are harsh words. I know. They were harsh when I remembered them and I remembered how badly I've been doing with enforcing things at home. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's fresh in my mind and it's something I've done and I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying, sweetheart, we are all in this together. Yeah. And it's hard. So how do you handle discipline? How do you handle enforcing things? Are you a slot machine? Have you ever been one? Let me know. You can either email me, contact at hardymom.com, or you can go to the website, hardymom.com slash contact and leave me a message there. Either way works for me because I love hearing from you and I answer every one of your messages myself because I love you and you're amazing.
and I, very special. And I know it's tough, but you can do it. Okay. You've got this. You really do. And we're going to get through it together. So thank you so much for listening. And I cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. And tomorrow, what are we going to talk about? That's a good question. Oh, we're going to talk about you and one little thing you can do that's going to make you smile every single day. So there we go. Everybody needs another smile, don't they? Because I don't know about you, but life can get pretty serious. <laughs> so have a wonderful night and we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah, I'm here for you. Advice from experts and in interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So, premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too. With a hearty mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.